and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. I know this is not going to stump Barry at all. (laughs) That's a gimme. Come on. (laughs) Barry Friedman, the founder and editor in chief. One more silver dollar. Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) That's always Van Halen. That was from before, right? (laughs) A little bit before Van Halen. Yeah. Was it CCR? No. Is it close? Barry. The Almond Brothers band. I love Almond Brothers. First album. I like the Almond Brothers. I like Midnight Br- uh, Rider. You like almonds. Mm. Yeah, the almond, almond, yes. almond brothers. Almond, like almond, the almond vo- Joy brothers. That was the that's second right. Back almond Joy. When they were in Daytona, they were the Almond Joys. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's right. The well, almond Joys. I like those more than mounds. Yeah, also the mounds. <laughs> the mound brothers. Sometimes also. you feel like a nut, and sometimes you don't. But that's you feel right. like a nut all the time. That's right. <laughs> Talk, they had Snick's name song. The Almond Brothers did way better than the Mound Brothers. So, yeah. Well, let me tell you. Nobody's ever heard of the Mound Brothers. That's the whole. Yeah. Problem. They just weren't very good. They didn't good. do so well. They didn't no, break they off. Didn't, you know? They didn't okay. break out okay, okay. of the box. <laughs> that joke's done. Let me tell you, <laughs> we beat that I dead think horse. We've done the candy thing. <laughs> Let me tell you about a website uh, that you can find that has all of your local news and information. LakelandNow.com. This man is responsible for that. Uh, me, Barry. Oh, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> they sell candy. What? what? Oh. Actually, I was going to talk about this uh, later, but I'll talk about it now since you mentioned websites. Okay. Bad, I've got this uh, newspaper clipping. Remember newspapers? I do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is from October 14th, 1995. Look how yellow it is. Article like by paper. Barry Friedman. Okay. What? In what? the ledger. And it's about this newfangled thing called the internet. <gasps> Oh, and on awesome. the top of it, there's a picture of a website. It was probably the first time. We ever had a picture of a website wow. in the ledger. Look at that browser. It was oh, the goodness. homepage of the ledger. It wasn't even the ledger.com yet. It was lakeland.tsolve.com slash tilde the ledger. <laughs> We'd actually already registered the ledger.com because I registered that back in July of that, that year, but we hadn't wow. figured out how to make it part of our website yet. Okay. Wow. But I wrote this article about this thing called the webs. The, the did, you write, did you write the headline? Uh, did I write the headline? No, I don't think I did. Spinning a web over Spinning Polk. a web. Wow. I don't think I'd, I was actually the features <laughs> editor at the time, but I don't what? think I read that wrote that headline. I don't have snowing. many problems with uh, journalists and, and the stories they write. But oftentimes, <laughs> yeah, so you're oftentimes, okay. Oftentimes, I will have problems with the headline writer well, because th- they think they're very that. clever, and many and times they're not. They're not. It, it might have been. Well, you Who don't knows? have to worry about that now because there's still headlines. Dying breed. This was back when it was considered a really cool thing to have an image on a web browser because that was brand new. Um, and all you see on this is the logo at the top. A photo of uh, what was the building project going on at the time for the ledger building that wasn't quite yet occupied yet. That was three years away. I and uh, some text. 
that goes all the way across the browser. I don't know if you can tell what that photo is supposed to be of, though. It looks like a modern art photo, like painting, <laughs> like a pointillism. That was pretty bad. Yeah. And the ledger's not even centered. Doesn't that bother you? Ooh. Well, that, that was just the interesting. I think it was it was the way was it, it was a design choice trying to emulate the way it looked in print at the time and yeah. it wasn't tendered in print at the time. We've oh, come a long okay. way since 1995. We have come a long way. This is a now the thing that's interesting is relic. In the Let's go ahead and put in this the article, there. I talk about three places in Polk County where you can actually see the internet if you're not familiar with it, which of course almost nobody was at the time. Mm-hmm. Where was that? Uh, well, let's see. You could go to. Um, uh, there's two articles, so you need to find the right one. One was Cyber. No, that was how you get on. Cybergate was the main way you got onto the Internet in, in uh, wow. Polk County at the time. It talked about there were about seven or eight websites that we knew about, that I knew wow. about, in Polk County. Uh, there was a guy promoting the Mid-Florida Internet Group, a guy named Jeff Fox. I don't know if Jeff is still around, if he is, uh, and if he's listening. Hi, Jeff. Fred Siegel had a website gathering uh Talking about a place for Coast Guard retirees. Polk County Sheriff's Office has a photograph and information about a wanted felon. Oh. Now they've got information about a ton of wanted felons. Yes, they do. Uh, Technosolve Incorporated presents a demographic atlas of Lakeland for businesses or people thinking about relocating here. So hmm. uh, Florida Southern College had something about Frank Lloyd Wright building. So that was kind of about it. Wow. So you knew about eight websites at that time. Uh, that's How right. many websites do you know of now? <laughs> well, you know, in Polk County, there's probably, I don't know, thousands. Billions and billions. Here's where you oh, could check man. out the Internet. The Lakeland Public Library, which had a oh. course, uh, no, a connection donated by Technosolve. You could reserve a half-hour slot. <laughs> Stewart Brothers Electronics in Winterhaven and Mid-Florida Internet Group, which met the second Saturday of each month, and you could check out the internet there. Good morning. You're on Polk County Live. Who's this? Hey, this is Marty. Hey, Marty. Hey, I'll, would you ask Barry where the ledger was before they moved to that new building? I can't remember. Oh, wow. Hey, Marty. How you doing? Good, Barry. How are you? Doing good. Uh, we were actually at the corner of Lyman, Missouri in a two-story building right at the top of the hill. And uh, um, when, when we moved into the current building, it was so cool standing uh, at the big picture windows and watching the trucks demolish the old building. It took about a week. To, <laughs> it took for a week to, to demolish. So it was on the north of Lyme. Yeah, so it was, uh, okay. it was uh, well, it was, it was the south side of Lyme. Was right at the corner of Lyme in Missouri, right where they come together, there was a little parking lot in front and a two-story building. It had been yeah. one story until about 1980, I think. It started in 1982, and they still considered the second floor of the new part of the building. There you go. Great. All right. Uh, Thanks yeah. for what you do. Thank you. All right. All right. See you, Marty. Thanks. Uh, I feel Marty's like I need. A good guy. I feel like I need gloves handling this. <laughs> it's it's Careful. yellowy. It's, it's yellowy. I was relic. seven years old when this. this oh my goodness. This, uh, Newspaper came out. So you were you grew up with the internet. Yeah. yeah. This stuff I you knew of, seven? but only my grandparents <laughs> talked about it all the time, and I was like, "Why are you reading this? This paper? It's very confusing." I was. Going to USF full-time at the time and uh, also had two full-time jobs. Okay. I can't compete with you, man. I don't know. <laughs> I was seven. I was, uh, you know, I had things to do. My, uh, I was just see. learning how to, like, wear pants, I'm, you know, because I was seven. My, my, I, 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 I need to go home. <laughs> well, my I just realized how much older I am than him. 
She just put this together. I, I'm sick to my stomach. Today. Yeah. Well, my, my daughters were, I think, 11 and 15, if I'm calculating it right. And I discovered recently that, that they're not really, um, whether they were definitely too young to be boomers. Uh, no, actually, they're too young. They're kind of the older side of Gen Z or Gen X. Gen X. And a little too Gen old w. to be millenniums. And there's like this little cohort in the middle called Xennials, I believe. And they were the people who kind of were young when the internet came, but they didn't grow up on it. Right. So there's like a very short period of people that they're a part of where, yeah, they, they kind of were digital as young adults, teenagers, mm. but not as little kids. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting little cohort they have there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We, we, when I was in the Army, it was, of course, before the internet, but uh, we transitioned from um, manually programming music for your shows to a computer program. Right. And uh, I was the only person in uh, our whole unit who understood how it worked. So they tasked me to go to all the different affiliate stations to teach the, oh, the cool. person oh, there how, how, to, how to work it. So you, cool. trendsetter. Well, this is He's amazing. So, so this actually. I wouldn't say this, that, but trendsetter, yeah. This whole thing is, this whole discussion is a preview of the column that's going to be in our newsletter on Thursday. You know, oh. every week we have a newsletter that goes out. It goes out about two in the afternoon and it talks about what had happened so far this week, looks ahead to the big events of the weekend, and I have a column at the very top of it. And I talk about sometimes Trinity writes it, most of the time I do. A lot of times I don't even know till Thursday morning what I'm going to write, but I decided when I got this clip that that's what I'm going to write about this week. There you go. Uh, so it's, we've come a long way. I was uh, I actually had but when this came out, I had actually started the first website for the ledger. It was one page. Mm. <laughs> By the time I left there in 2014, we had gotten up to like 12 million page views a month, which was. Pretty that's pretty oh, awesome. That's of course, then they put it behind a paywall. Of course they did. was less than half of that the next month. Mm. So uh, anyway, that's going to be fun to write about. Yeah. Good morning. You're on Polk County Live. Who's this? James from Auburndale. James. I'm sorry. I'm still laughing, though, that Nick doesn't know who the Jolly Green Giant was. Oh. <laughs> I know who it is. It's like... just not, It's definitely not something I see oh, all the oh, time. Oh, oh. Take care. Thanks, James. Oh, that's great. So, you know, last week uh, I was here and Colonel Gary was right here after me. He talked about the 103-year-old veteran who right. was honored by the city commission. Um, he had been in the Pacific during World War II. He was a sailor in the Navy and saw some action. Uh, and he was re recognized by the city commission on, for their Pearl Harbor Day proclamation. Mm -hmm. He wasn't able to attend the meeting, but uh, Kimberly Moore, our reporter, was really fascinated by his story. So she interviewed him, and we had a story that I think it published on Wednesday. Uh, had this photo had a sh that showed this shadow box with all of his medals. Really fascinating story. He signed up when he was 18 in 1937, so he was pretty seasoned by the time the war started. Yeah. Uh, he was aboard the carrier USS Princeton when it was bombed by the Japanese and yeah. sunk in the Philippines. Yikes. Wow. During the Battle of uh, Leyte Gulf. Said the ship was on fire. People were jumping into the water because they didn't want to get burned, and they, he was one of them. Yeah. And they got rescued by uh, lifeboats from a, a nearby ship. They so, were lucky. Pretty fascinating yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was uh, that was something we reported on last week. That was cool. kind of interesting. And Colonel Gary mentioned it to me as I was leaving, and glad we got a chance to write about it. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought he 
he was going to try to attend, right. I guess, the proclamation meeting, and, and right. Colonel Clark was going to escort him. Yeah, apparently um, he wasn't feeling well that yeah. day. But he was fine by the next day when, when uh, yeah. Kimberly interviewed him. It, it, you know, and his wife's uh, kind of a spring chicken. She's she's only in her 80s. Oh, goodness. oh wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Robbing the cradle there. Robbing the cradle. <laughs> That's okay. hilarious. <laughs> Oh, uh, Barry Friedman is the founder and editor-in-chief of PolyclinNow.com. It is a website with all of your local news and information. Uh, Barry, thank you very much for ch- checking in with us this week. Always enjoy it. Absolutely love to have you. And uh, we got one more show before the end of the... Uh, it'll be... Next Monday will be the last show of the year for you. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. On to 2023. Yes. Gosh, can't believe it. Thanks, Barry. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. And, of course, we know that the Lakeland Community Theater puts on some great productions. And uh, joining us now on the program, she's in charge of the kiddos, for now at least, uh, Maureen McGowan. Hello. Good morning, Len. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And you have... uh, informed me that uh, you will be stepping away from your major position at the theater and uh, passing uh, the torch, so to speak. Yes. Please introduce us. Yes, I have with me the fabulous Jordan Jones. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Jordan. And she will be stepping in after uh, the holidays, so at the start of the new year. I have three little ones now, so I'm taking a little little step back. I'm still going to be around, still on the board, still going to direct, but... Uh, the person in charge of all the kiddo pro- programming will be Jordan, and she is phenomenal. She's been with us for a few years now. How how long has it been that you've been teaching? Well, I've been a part of LCT since 2012, but mm-hmm. I have recently been teaching the past, like, four years. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, she does private voice lessons, and she directs and choreographs. and That's awesome. Does it all. So the kids are going to be in great hands. And she also just directed... Uh, Rudolph the musical, which is what we're here to talk about this morning as well. Okay. So, yeah. So Rudolph the musical. Yes, Rudolph. I the said Red Rudolph has always been a musical. Yes. Well, it's the, the stage version. <laughs> okay. Version, so it's um, based on the claymation movie. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the same story and same songs. The Rankin and Bass one is that what it yeah, is? That would be it. Yeah. With cool. silver and gold and yeah. Island of Misfit Toys and yes. all of those. Okay. Cool. Yes. Cool, cool. That would be the only one. You don't have a hard time at all getting kids to 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 be in that, do you? No, we have lots of. <laughs> we lots had of over a hundred kids audition for this production, wow. and I think we ended up with fifty-two in our cast. Wow! And about twenty of those are brand new to our stage, so about a third of the cast is brand new to LCT. That's well, pretty that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. You're not yeah. wrangling fifty-two children by yourself, are you? Oh no, we we have a great team of um, of people who help out, and then we also have a lot of great parent support right now that is helping out backstage, and have been with us along the whole process as well. That'd be like hurting yeah, cats. Yeah, you would have to uh, have that, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have a great team of parents and volunteers and production staff. It's it's definitely a large undertaking for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, uh, as yeah. you well know. Oh, yes. No, it's great. But you can't do it all by yourself. And like Jordan said, we have some great parents right now. Um, So, you know, it all works out. But we're happy, too, that it's such a large percentage are new people. We tried to do that as well. You know, as a community theater, it's good to foster new talent and get 
new kids in whenever we can. We do three shows a year, and then we do our big, we do like a big summer camp as well. So it helps each time to get new kids involved. That's what it's all about. That is cool. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, you scared us all a couple of years ago. Mm. Oh, no. Why? You did. Why? When you got COVID. Oh. Yeah. We were, all, we were I, all very worried. I read. I read you were worried? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, of course. Well, I read, a lot of people I read a post that, that says... And well, I don't think many people had it as severe as you did, though. You said I it was, was pregnant like, at the time, so that was scary. And she was that trying. Was she said yes. it was like trying to breathe underwater. That is scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Which is not easy. No. No. To do unless you have equipment. It was very that. scary, but baby, no. baby and I are How both are great. He's now, over. Though? He's over a year old now, so he just turned one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're we're great. No, I, um, yeah, I know everybody kind of thinks it's odd that I've been through. A lot with, through this job with my kids and everything, but yeah. you know, it, it. I'm starting to see that these small years go quickly, so I, you know, I want to be there with them, and mm. um, and also I, I want to give this job the attention that it needs. I mean, uh, you know, any parent can tell you when you have three little ones, you're driving all over the place all day long, mm. and this position, the education director position, needs somebody who's really available and, and there and can really be there for, for the, the students and parents, performers, volunteers. Um, and Jordan has been there for a time, I feel. She's yeah. been doing this for a long time. She's been teaching the classes and, you know, kind of doing all these things. And I, I see this person who's just, you know, blossoming and growing and growing the program. And I'm like, oh, what a beautiful fit. I think I think it's time. <laughs> so yeah. I'm thankful to be able to recognize that at the right time and, and to have this transition be a happy one and um, to still be involved and still be around. Uh, my kids love love being at LCT. So it's it's a great outlet for a lot of children. Mm. Um, you know, we get so many kids. I'm thinking about the kids in the cast of Rudolph right now that, you know, maybe started by taking a class with us. Mm -hmm. And then they ask, like, well, how can I be on the stage? And then we say, well, you know, maybe take some voice lessons and prepare and um, an audition and really how Jordan has helped them through that process to get where they are. And a lot of them go on to Harrison or perform at whatever high school they're at and, mm -hmm. you know, go on and do this in college and 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 beyond that. So and she also works with me um, on Out of the Box. So she'll be taking on that as well in the okay. spring, which is our troop for adults with developmental disabilities. You're familiar sure. with that. So yes. that's another wonderful program we offer. Yeah. And it's just really nice to see all the you know, all the talent in Lakeland that we have here, just all across the board. So Yeah, and, and just uh, as with Maureen, uh, Jordan, of course, anytime you have something uh, that you want to talk about, uh, just all you got to do is reach out and uh, we'll Sounds make time like for plan. you. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's amazing. She's uh Just show, what, her, show her my Facebook so uh, we can get connected that way. I will. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Yeah, because she'll she'll want to come on and promote. I know. Yeah. Speaking of COVID, we did take a little break there coming in. You know, we we couldn't come promote the shows, and I feel like we used to right. do this all the time. We right. we love being on Mayhem, and and we used to always bring a cast member with the kid. You know, one of the mm -hmm. one of the kids would come. So hopefully, right. you'll be able yep. to continue that. When there oh, was yeah. when there was a Mayhem, but it's not. What's that? It's not Mayhem. Anymore. Oh, it's not Mayhem. <laughs> Whoops. Well, that's what it was before COVID, right? That was what we. I used think this to call is probably it. your first time since uh, it, it probably changed. is. Yes. Because we changed in August, so. Well, my apologies. No, it's okay. No, you don't have to apologize. That's what it was. 
So yeah. it's accurate. Stuff. It is accurate. That's what we yeah. used to bring the kids to. Yeah. yeah. So we brought them into the mayhem. It was great. <laughs> what a what a wonderful experience for them while they're in a busy show weekend. Yes. So and speaking of that, so we we have finished. Let's see. What show number are we on now with Rudolph? How many have we done, and how many do we have left? We did, I, we did four last weekend, and yes. we did four camp shows. So I guess we've done eight. We have four more to go. So Ooh. tell us uh, what times are the shows, and how can people get tickets? So we have shows this weekend, Friday night at 6.30, two shows on Saturday, 10.30 and 6.30, and a show Sunday at 2. You can get tickets at lakelandcommunitytheater.com. Um, and then the phone number? Yes, it's 863-603-PLAY, 7529. But uh, if you go online, uh, they are selling fast. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Jr., the musical. Okay. Sponsored by Escapology and our friends at Bartow Ford. Jordan, good luck and uh, happy to have you on board. Maureen, thank you very much. Thank you, Len. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. Dr. Bruce Anderson from Florida Southern College is here. Dr. Bruce, good morning. Good morning. The Facebook? Yes, the Facebook. The Facebook, okay. The Facebook. Yep, it's the Facebook. That's the new thing that we're doing. At least it wasn't, you know, I I I can think of other social media platforms that are in kind of the doghouse these days. Mm. (laughs) So I got a shout out this morning that I got to make. Today at 9, right after Polk County Live, actually, uh, you should stop down to the Tennis Center down at Florida Southern where there's a tournament. It's a charity tournament that's going on uh, for my colleague Nick Nugent and his family whose kid, he's a little six-year-old guy, uh, has got a a terrible disease that requires him to fly up to Boston with his whole family, you know, every week and and, uh, go up for treatments. And so we're raising some money down there today. Um, come down to the tennis center, 9 to 11.30 today. If it rains, and it might, uh, stop by the six-man room, which is in the field house. They're having raffles. They're selling swag, oh, they're, cool. et cetera, et cetera, and accepting your checks. So if you, uh, if you have a moment and a couple bucks, come on down. It is the season That's of like giving. Fun. It is, and this is an important give, I think. Yes. What do we know? What it is that he has? We do. It is DIPG, which is a very rare disease that affects um, the brain, and I'm not. I'm not exactly sure how. I'm not a. Yeah. You know, I'm not a medical wow. doctor, but uh, it's it's a, a serious matter. Yeah. Um, so, come down and help out. I mean, yeah. You know, basically, what's going on here is that you know. You you want the family to be together as much as possible, sure. and so, you know, you, uh, you you get on an airplane and you go up and you come back, and it's expensive. Yeah. Sure. And so we want to make sure that they're able to do that. Um, so please come by. Yeah. So that's at Florida Southern at the uh, tennis courts. At the tennis courts at nine starts at nine. You can come anytime between nine and eleven thirty. Just mm-hmm. stop down and. Uh, if it doesn't rain, then there should be some decent tennis, although I am playing, so you, know, you want to stay away from my court. But Well, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I hear that you don't, you're not bad. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm aggressively mediocre, <laughs> uh, as it were. So. Why is everybody mediocre in this room? You're because the, we're, we're regular, that's, that's regular rude. people as opposed <laughs> wow. to... Wow. Wow. I rude. don't think you're mediocre. You're probably very, very good. Um, no, no, no. She no, just no, said no. we were mediocre, and you then she says... You said you're yeah, a lot of good mediocre. tennis players in Florida. Yeah. Florida said, is... Mm. Stuffed with good tennis. If you enjoy here. tennis, come down because there'll be some really good people down there hitting. So very nice. I'm uh, gonna watch a little tennis. Uh, you know, give a little bit. 
Yeah, hang out. I think yeah. there's food. I, I'm assuming that there's probably some kind of food or snacks At or least something snacks. along those yeah, lines. And, sure. and uh, T-shirts and hats and That's this awesome. and that. So Booze. Well, I no. doubt that. <laughs> not a, not, this is a Methodist campus. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> drink uh, like a Methodist. I was, I was kidding. I was kidding. Yeah. Do Methodists <laughs> no, drink a lot? <laughs> they do not. Oh. No. They do not. They are temperance yes. folks. That doesn't mean that Methodists don't drink. Of, of course they do. But yeah. they're not like Catholics. I'm a Catholic, and I can <laughs> yeah. tell you that you know yeah. it, we have danger zones. <laughs> Catholics drink a lot. Yeah, well, stepping over the line is not uh, – it's a 2,000-year-old religion. <laughs> yeah. Know? We've been at it a while. We've been at it a while. <laughs> they do what they want. Exactly. It's like yeah, a, the longest, <laughs> longest binge in history, I think. Uh, now, oh, Lord. having said that, I, I don't want anybody taking offense out there. That, right. It just means that alcohol, of course, is not forbidden to Catholics. Right, and it's we not get in actually church. forbidden to Methodists, but frowned upon. I think yeah. the Methodists do a lot of frowning upon things rather mm -hmm. than banning them. Okay. Um, whereas we tend to we tend to list them we and say, "Don't them. do this." Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we embrace we, we embrace drink that. In anyway. We, we do. Know, we drink I mean, wine in church. Well, we know that isn't wine, though, right? Right. It's blood. Right. So, it's the blood. Well, but you're vampires. Still okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. We went off right. on a tangent big, there. <laughs> big, big scandal in the EU, um, just Ooh. as ugly as it can get. Uh, really? They have 14 vice—I uh, don't want to get into trying to explain how the EU works because mm. I'm not that sure on my ground there. Um, it is a very complex sort of uh, situation with the European Parliament. Mm. But they have 14 uh, parliamentary vice presidents that are party leaders or country leaders. Now, and do so they all on. represent different countries? Well, they, they, not all of them. I mean, I think there there's a majority probably of Germans, and then there are more French than there are Icelanders and so on. But they're in charge of policy areas, I think, mm. rather than. Um, and the woman from Greece uh, has been remanded to custody. She's sitting in a Belgian jail. Really? Uh, along with three others for she uh, malfeasance, to bribery, money laundering, and wow. it all has to do with Cater, which is where the World Cup has been, right, over the last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah. Apparently, they've been bribing people in the European Parliament to, you know, to favor Cater and give Cater a good name and wow. so on and so forth. Um, mm. Now, we, we suspected that there was probably corruption in FIFA. I mean, that's like saying that there's you know, there, there, there's probably mold somewhere in your house if you live in Florida, but yeah. um, but this is this is really serious stuff. The funny thing about the European Parliament is that parliamentarians there, the representatives, are not people that are widely known, mm. and so they're under the radar. You know, it's not as though you had somebody in the in the German Parliament, for example, that'd be well known in their constituency. Yeah, these are people that you know come depending on what the country is. They may come in under very different rules. They may be sent by their, their governments. Uh, they may be elected independently, um, any number of things. But they're not elected in constituencies, and people forget all about them until the EU does something. Yeah. So, well, they've done something. Yeah. And this is, this is really ugly. So they're, they're not thinking she's the only one. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Um, there is, is a, a wide-ranging investigation. Wow. What is, it, what is it about uh, people when they get into positions of a quote-unquote power like that that uh, many turn to the dark side? 
I am thinking about that on the way over, and here's what I've come up with. Yeah. The bottom line is that we don't punish these people. Mm. You know, if you and I pulled something like this, oh, you know, we'd be under the jail. stark yeah. for, you know, yeah, yeah. 20, 30 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. You do that in the legislature in Florida, and you, know, you have to give up your seat, but you go right back to doing whatever you were doing before. It's a slap on the wrist, if anything. Mm. They are not punished the way that... You know that offenders are. I mean, I I put Grady in charge of the in charge of the legislative you know enforcement stuff. Let's see how they deal with that. <laughs> see, he doesn't like crime, no, and I have not. a suspicion that that we might actually get some action up there. And it's uh, not just uh, there, of course. The United States yeah. Congress is riddled with this kind of thing. You know, uh, I'm not saying that it's it's popular. It isn't. But the one one or two people that are always going to be the bad apples, if they get caught, they get off. Mm. And if we're going to let them off, what's the What's the risk? Right, exactly. That's what uh, punishment is supposed to be, a deterrent to crime. Correct. There you go. Uh, it would be, too, yeah. if we punish them. Uh, Dr. Bruce Anderson is here, Dr. Bruce. Uh, so uh, I guess they had the uh, uh, runoff in uh, Georgia last week, and then mm-hmm. uh, um, Warnock uh, defeated Hirsch Walker. So. Yep. Uh, and the new polls uh, seem to indicate uh, Republicans are turning away from Donald Trump. They are. They are. And they need to. I think the strategists within the Republican leadership, um, ranging from, you know, from uh, McConnell on down, uh, the public strategists, as well as the folks that are in the cubicles, have have known that this had to happen for over a year, that ever since January 6th, they were, you know, ever since he denied the election, there was real worry in the Republican Party that, that his leadership was going to lead him down a terrible trail. And the midterm elections, um, you know, he, every single one of his candidates that he endorsed that were in competitive districts or in competitive races lost. And so there's, there's really no defense. Well, you know, you got to be able to win elections if you're going to turn the tide. Mm. And they can't. Uh, Donald Trump has won one election yeah. in 2016. Dr. Bruce Anderson, thank you very much, Dr. Bruce. Uh, we bet. appreciate you stopping by. Come out to the tennis courts today. Yes. Uh, Drop ni- a check. Uh, nice uh, charity event going on over there. Check it out. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.